Bart Life Living, a podcast about the life of a 20-something, the fuck-ups and learnings and real-life inspiration, how you can make the very most out of your 20s. And welcome to another episode. My name is Olivia and I'm just a regular 20-something trying to figure this quarter-life crisis and quarter-life century out. And in today's episode, I'm gonna talk about something I sort of have figured out in my life and that is living a minimalistic lifestyle and being more tidy. I'm gonna be talking about what minimalism means and no it's not just wearing a white t-shirt and the same black pants every day. I also talk about my journey into minimalism, how it has enriched my life, tools, tips and tricks, how you can get started on minimalism right now and why it doesn't just mean decluttering your physical stuff. I hope you enjoy this episode guys and please do let me know what you think if you want to look up any resources I have linked everything in the show notes and be sure to drop by on Instagram I've also linked that you can drop me a comment or go to my blog www.thelivinglife.com and be sure to subscribe and follow the quarter life living podcast so you don't miss a thing. Hello and welcome to another episode of Quarter Life Living and today we're actually going to be talking about living and minimalism and how you can create a minimalistic lifestyle in your 20s because this is something I have been practicing and doing for a couple of years now and I kind of fell into it by accident um, probably because I moved quite often and at some stage I just got super frustrated with the amount of things I had around me. I was like bringing stuff to my parents house, to my grandmother's house, it just took ages to pack, I never knew where anything was. So out of frustration and by accident I came across uh, minimalism First of all, I think I came across Marie Kondo. She's like the tidying god or goddess. Um, And she, they actually just released like a documentary or like a series about her helping people to tidy up on Netflix if you want to check that out. I haven't watched it yet, but check it out. I'm sure it's amazing. I read her book, Marie Kondo and she has this method and mindset of how to tidy up, why it's important and um, yeah I think it's all about like your mind frame and how you think about the stuff in your life. Like when I was younger I used to think the more stuff the better because having more stuff means being more successful being better maybe um you know rich people have more stuff so that's what we kind of thought we wanted or something like that I don't know like I remember having a huge wardrobe full of clothes and my friends this was like 
when I was younger, like, I don't know, in my teens or something, my friends were like, oh my god, you're so lucky, you have so many clothes. Whereas now I'm trying to get rid of them and being like, no, I don't want too many clothes because it gives me a little bit of anxiety because I can't choose so easily, like, what do I wear? So I think also because getting older also means you're very busy, you don't have a lot of time. And minimalism has been a fantastic tool for me to save time and not have this overwhelming feeling of having so many decisions to make. But yeah, before we get into my journey into minimalism and my story and my tips and tricks and why I think everyone should adapt some sort of minimalistic approaches I will discuss later but first of all I want to talk about what minimalism even means because sometimes we we might think it means wearing a black pants and a white t-shirt every day and having less than I don't know 100 things but that's not necessarily always the case I think it's actually a rather broad term and you can define it on your own terms although as with any label, some people are very, very radical about it. I do identify myself as being a minimalist or living a minimalist lifestyle. At least I try to, but I'm not perfect. And it's a journey, like, yeah, you grow into it. But um, who has been very influential in my minimalist journey are the minimalists and they have a blog it's two guys uh, from the US and a podcast and I mainly listen to their podcast and what um, really came through in this podcast is the fact that minimalism is not just about chucking all your things out although that does help Um, it's By their definition, minimalism is a tool to rid yourself of life's excess in favor of focusing on what's important, on happiness, fulfillment and freedom. And I think that's a very nice definition and puts it all together very simply, all in line with minimalism. Yeah, so I came across their podcast and their blog and I just soaked all that up and I also started tidying my physical space um, using the Marie Kondo method. I will link all of these resources in the show notes guys so you can look all that stuff up. I can't tell you everything about minimalism and how to get started but I might give you some inspiration so you can check that out afterwards as well. But yeah, for me minimalism has really enabled me to realize what things not only things but also people and experience and stuff but it's a great place to start because you really start looking at the physical things in your life you're like which of these things do I actually love like usually for me the things I love have a story behind it like right now I can spot my my coffee table here in my living room and me and my boyfriend bought it just when we moved into this apartment we kind of spotted it in a secondhand store and it was just perfect and I guess it has a bit of a story and lots of things in my life right now have stories like some things I picked up when I was traveling and stuff and 
And really, when I look at these things, they kind of, as Marie Kondo says, spark joy or remind me of something. So it's been a process of getting rid of stuff that <laughs> that are not adding anything into my life and more and more filtering out the stuff that I love and being very conscious with what I buy. Minimalism is also a lot about saying no to things and um, kind of taking a step back. We live in this consumer-driven society that's always telling us you need to buy this and buy that and if you buy this you're going to be happy, Yeah, which is almost always bullshit. <laughs> As I said, like some things can actually spark joy and um, actually enrich your life in a certain way but a lot of things are marketed to change your life and you're going to be so much happier so yeah it's it's a lot about saying no to things and taking a step back and slowing down because I have found no matter what you buy or what you get in your life it's always not enough you're always looking for the next thing what's the next thing I can buy what's the next step I can make yeah minimalism has shown me or taught me to take a step back and and also say no to things sometimes so as I said I used to be first of all I used to be a super messy person and my mother used to give out a lot to me about being messy and I still am a little bit I want to call myself creative person <laughs> because um, sometimes I leave stuff around but I have changed and improved so freaking much like I'm actually very proud of myself because um, I used to have stuff lying around everywhere on the floor clothes on the floor I don't know like and obviously I never found anything and it used to stress me out and I, I didn't realize just how much your living environment affects you. And that's one thing minimalism has taught me as well is that you can, these little things, like you can do a lot with a little and just how much impact it has on your daily life, how you create your living space. Um, as I said, you have less decisions to make, but also stuff that is aesthetically pleasing to the eye. How much pleasure that actually brings me is surprising to me now. I don't know. Um, I think that's a part of growing up as well. You get a bit more into like interior design and like creating nice space for yourself I'm working from home a bit as well so I obviously want to live in a nice space and minimalism has helped me do that I also lived in Sweden for a while and they're known to be minimalists so I think that definitely had an influence on myself as well but I want to give you some hands-on tips and tricks on what has helped me to create a minimalist lifestyle and how you can maybe make the first steps into that lifestyle because I've gotten some questions about it in the past. All right, one maybe obvious thing, but maybe not so obvious, I don't know, but I'm going to mention it anyway. So there's a couple of tools that can help you to start a minimalist lifestyle that for me is the Marie Kondo method which I already mentioned I definitely recommend reading her book it helps you to just get rid of a load of stuff like radically declutter and that's one thing I definitely did in the beginning so I recommend starting off with that 
but um, you have to keep decluttering. Like I'm still on a regular basis, at least once or twice a year, decluttering my stuff because I still have stuff that I don't like or don't use. And I think you have to do that on a regular basis anyway because you buy more stuff and you should probably get rid of stuff so you still have space. So first of all, Marie Kondo, she shows you how to get into the mindset of letting go things because I think that's the most difficult thing. We have this idea of like, oh, but I paid money for this and like can't get rid of it. Maybe I'm going to use it again. And um, I have to admit, I did get rid of a couple of things, like only only one or two things. And I, that was also a learning um, that I regretted getting rid of. And one of the things wasn't actually mine, it was my mom's. It was a machino belt and they came back in now like a year ago and I made her throw it away like five years ago or six years ago, I can't remember. And I was like, no, why did we throw it away? It's worth so much now. So one tip is high quality and brand products I definitely recommend hanging on to, like things made of leather, gold, that kind of stuff that's actually worth something. Definitely recommend hanging on to that. But decluttering, you just have to be super radical. And sometimes it helps to have someone with you who's more radical than you are. But really, in the end, you are the only one who knows, like in your gut feeling, like, am I really going to wear this again? Like, am I really going to wear this again? And Marie Kondo talks about like the fact that you say, instead of like just throwing it out, <laughs> She, she has this very funny approach to things she says like you have to appreciate the the thing and like basically say thank you to it for being in your life and it had its purpose but it's time to let it go she has a very funny approach and way of doing it but she definitely helped me just to get into the mind frame right what should I keep what should I throw out so I was in the process of moving and I just started radically decluttering and moving things out. And also one thing I want to mention is um, secondhand stuff. Like you can actually sell a lot of things. So I also went to like a flea market to sell like clothes and jewelry and stuff, which I have to admit those are more difficult to sell like the small things but what's easy to sell is more expensive things like pieces of furniture jewelry any brand thing like yeah people love brands um second handing and thrifting both buying and selling has been very big part of my minimalistic journey I actually used to work for Spock it's a second hand app here in Austria Germany and all over Europe actually they have it in the UK as well it's very big there but I used it before I worked for the company and um, I still do because I love thrifting so I buy and sell a lot of used things and I find that um, we live in a world of absolute overflow like Probably everything that you want, someone else is throwing away. And some of it is as good as new. 
Like it's unbelievable. And one thing I have also learned through my minimalist journey is that you don't need everything right here, right now. Like when we moved in into my apartment here, like you think you have to have the whole apartment set up right away. But it's okay to do it bit by bit. It's okay to have, I mean, of course you need a bed or whatever, but you can wait for a couple of weeks to get a coffee table. You can wait for a couple of weeks to get a set of drawers. You can wait for a couple of weeks to get, I don't know, a salad cutlery. <laughs> I don't know. It's like we always want everything done right here, right now and instant gratification. Like that's why we live in such a consumerist word. Like we need it right now. I want something, gonna order it on Amazon, it's gonna be here tomorrow. Um and that's just not the right mindset yeah and another thing um that's definitely definitely helped is a somewhat capsule wardrobe you might have heard of this concept and there's different ways of doing it like some say you should only have a certain amount of items I don't actually restrict myself to having a certain amount of items in my wardrobe I have what I need and um get rid of the stuff I don't need but have definitely definitely like gotten rid of a lot of clothes and shop for for basics so I have like a pair of jeans I found that I loved I bought it like three times another black pants I found I loved I bought that twice or three times so I have like these basics like tops for under my sweaters they're all the same tops from the same brand and yeah, I definitely found that minimalism has taught me to um, just buy if I know I'm going to use it a lot and I have found a brand or a piece of clothing that I want and I need or like underwear or socks or whatever. I mean, you can't just have one one thing of that. I just stick to that brand or I stick to that and I appreciate finding something where I'm like, yes, this is my thing and then I don't have to think about what pants I'm going to buy next time I go shopping um, if I, I need one, if it breaks. But minimalism is also about like trying to fix the stuff you already have instead of just chucking it out and replacing it. Um, so I'm trying to be more conscious about that too. But the capsule wardrobe is basically that you have basics like black pants, as I said, t-shirts. Like, I have to admit, my wardrobe has gotten a lot more black. <laughs> and then I buy like more colorful accessories. Like now leopard print is in and I asked um, for... A leopard print accessory for Christmas so I can kind of still be in fashion but not have to update my whole wardrobe so my basics are a lot of the times black like black high heels black flat boots uh, black pants and then I kind of switch it up with colorful sweaters or a different color scarf also my jewelry is very minimalistic I have a set for gold a set for silver and maybe a couple of other ones I switch but in the end I mean even if you have more 
you only end up wearing a couple of things um, and I've definitely enjoyed just having less to choose from in the morning because man we spend so much time getting ready anyway and then it's just nice to not have so many things to choose from and also my going out outfits like I don't have that many I have about I don't know four four like going out out one really dressy dress or two because you don't need it like you really don't and and if you do you can also borrow stuff you don't have to buy a dress you can lend a dress for a wedding or whatever I've also gotten into more buying high quality products as to a high quantity um, because these things um, tend to last longer I'm not gonna say any brands or whatever because I think to each their own but definitely I think it is worth your while to just make sure you buy something proper it might cost you even three times the amount but it's gonna last for ages like ages and ages and ages and you can maybe even pass it down to I don't know your daughter at some stage I mean some stuff uh, like leather belts or whatever or bags and stuff um, I actually got off my mom or my nana I think so I kind of keep those things in mind as well and another tip for these high quality products because I made the mistake as I said of throwing out one or two of those things I actually recommend packing them away for a while and or anything you're you're kind of sick of but you know is kind of good pack it away for a while put it away for a while you don't see it and then when you take the stuff out you feel like you have a fresh new wardrobe again and that's fantastic um and i do that actually in spring and in autumn as well like between seasons so i put away my summer stuff and i put away my winter stuff and I like doing that because first of all you have to go through your stuff, you declutter and um, as I said you get this feeling of hey I have a new wardrobe again. I think one of the best strategies um, I use on a daily basis um, when I used to actually go shopping when I was bored that's one thing to actually completely eliminate from your life like don't go shopping when you're bored um it just isn't going to end well for your wallet or for your wardrobe probably because you just end up buying stuff you don't want to wear anyway don't go shopping bored and when you are shopping I actually find that shopping on my own is better because I'm not listening to someone else being like, oh, that lo- that looks lovely on you now. Yeah, you should buy that. <laughs> and you're in your head going like, I don't think I'm going to buy it. But she says it's lovely. Maybe I'll wear it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And then you would never end up wearing it. <laughs> so I actually only go shopping on my own most times. Um, and I'm very... I don't, as I said, I don't just go browse shopping. Now I go shopping when I need something like specific. And I do avoid online shopping. I mean, I I online shop when I know the brand, when I know I'm going to like it 
but when you don't know the brand and you don't know the fitting it's very very risky because you don't know how it feels like I like to touch the things and see like how it feels on my skin and there's just so much risk and also I did the mistake of buying stuff online and not sending it back and it's such a waste of money and resources like it's also CO2 emissions of that Amazon driver coming to your house and going back again and stuff so when I do go shopping I'm very conscious of like do I do I really like this like do I see myself wearing this a lot and I always weigh up like how much does it cost and how much am I going to wear it so for instance I invest um, quite a bit or invested this winter in uh, new boots two pairs of boots and a long black jacket and they have been I've been wearing them every single day. So I don't mind investing in stuff that I know I'm, I love them. I get great use out of them. Just reflect on, do I really love this item? Like, am I really going to use this a lot? And if you're not sure, go away and leave it. And if you really, really want it, you're going to go back and buy it. Trust me. So I only go shopping on my own and if I'm not sure, I leave it and come back for it later if I really, really, really want it. Another thing you could do, and I saw recently in a very funny movie actually, um, but it's German unfortunately, it's called 100 Things and it's these two guys who kind of make a bet that um, they have to get rid of absolutely everything like they have nothing um, they're even naked and for a hundred days they have to go back and get one thing at a time and it's very interesting to see the story of like what things are important to them how dependent you are on things um, because it's insane if you've ever been like camping or traveling with very few things you know just how valuable certain things are um, but that could be a radical method of starting a minimalist lifestyle is like okay I'm only gonna have a hundred things it's not the method that I use but you can but another one that I practice is um, most of the time I only travel with a rucksack a 30 liter rucksack uh, in my carry-on when I'm flying and that definitely limits you in the amount of stuff you need to or can bring but really you don't need much more recently I went away with my boyfriend and we even survived the two of us we only went away for two days but we only brought one rucksack and it worked you don't need that many stuff and um, usually when we go on holidays we bring like 15 outfits and like maybe we're gonna go out and then maybe this and this and this and then you're sitting in front of your suitcase and you're like what I'm gonna wear now I don't know and if you just limit yourself before you leave you're like I know what I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear this this and this and the trick is again to have a capsule wardrobe you have certain basics and you can always switch it up with a different top a different necklace a different scarf and nobody's gonna notice so those have been my little tips and tricks I would say of how I 
lived and got into the minimalist lifestyle but I was just thinking about this earlier like any of the stuff I talk about in this podcast and in life like even if you think you figured it out like life is like hang on you still have something to learn here so you you're always evolving and I think as with anything you can start with minimalism in a very small little baby steps and work your way towards it for some people though it might be easier to just be absolutely radical and throw out a shitload of stuff um whatever way you go about it i would love to hear your thoughts on it before i finish off this episode i want to get into what i would tell my 20 year old self about living a minimalist lifestyle if i could go back to her and this is what i would tell her tidy up it matters what kind of surroundings you live in it makes life easier you don't have as many decisions to make it's aesthetically pleasing and overall you just feel better about your life and your whole situation if you don't love it don't buy it and if you're not sure leave it you can always come back sometime shopping is not a hobby never ever you don't have to have everything right here right now declutter on a regular basis and stay on top of your things high quality wins over high quantity and only keep in your life what truly brings value all right guys All in all, I am a huge fan of minimalism. It has enriched my life so, so much. Not because I have become a tidier person with less stuff, but also because I've used these strategies of just keeping what you love in your life and focusing on what truly matters to other areas of my life, whether it's work or family life or friends. And yeah, I definitely recommend looking into the minimalist lifestyle. I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, Pop on over to Instagram and drop me a comment. Be sure to subscribe and follow the Quartz Life Living podcast. And I shall be chatting to you soon. Bye.